Hello and welcome back to Talk is Jeep. I am your host, Art Aldridge, with my co-host, Tom Chartrand. Glad to be here. We are in Killington, Vermont at the 14th annual Killington Jeep Jamboree USA. And Tom, this is your first experience behind the wheel of your own Jeep. Right. I mean, of all the years I've owned a Jeep, it's always been on a beach and, you know, Cruising over the sand and life's uh, a beach, you know. Life is a beach, and you know, having uh, done the Jeep Jamboree with you as a co-pilot and navigator last year in Tennessee, we got the fever. We got a Jeep again, and uh, so this was the time to get my O3 TJ on the trail. So when we spoke last night, you were a little nervous. You weren't sure mm -hmm. what to expect. I I given you all of my wisdom about <laughs> what to expect. I'm not sure if you processed it or not, but but now, four hours after the ride <laughs> ended, what are your thoughts? What's going through your head? Are you out worrying about your Jeep, you know, in the driveway? Well, at, at the moment, no, because it drove home just fine, you know, after a couple of thunderous thuds that really made us scared. But, you know, as of last night and this morning and even all the way up until about lunchtime today, which was a pretty easy ride, I was like... I can handle anything, you know. <laughs> so you had you had some confidence. You had some beer muscles. I, I had some muscles. Yeah, I mean, I was very nervous going in. I was, you know, you know, this lift had been put on by the guy that I bought it from in South Carolina. The Jeep was clean. Everything was good. But I was nervous. You know, I I had been on the trail with you, and it was all right. Can it hold up? Is this Jeep okay? It's eighteen years old. You know, can it do it? And you know, in the first four or five hours of the day. It seemed pretty easy. Now, let me let me step back for a moment and let's go back to your first Jeep. You know, I can speak about my first Jeep. I really never off-roaded it. I really never modified it to the level that I've modified my current Jeep. I mean, had you ever been off-road in your previous Jeep? No, not, not in the Jeep Jamboree sense. So any modifications I did to mine were all aesthetic. It was all, you know, let's change the color of the lights. Let's put on a cargo net. Let's do all, you know, these different things. So it would look fun, look cool. And we did a lot of beach jeeping. You know, we would go on Sandy Neck in Barnstable on Cape Cod, Nosset Beach, the Outer Beach. And, you know, the worst thing I ever had was, you know, maybe getting in four inches of sand and having to, you know, put a board under the, under the wheel and, and get out. Um, so that was the extent of my off-roading, you know. So you show up at Killington, which is a great steep mountain, but yeah. in the summer, you know, it's a little different. And you you show up, the mountain is a little intimidating. It's it's very tall. Yeah, there's clouds at the top. I mean, like, did you think like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to be driving up this mountain? Right. Absolutely. You see the altitude, you see everybody. And also you see all the other Jeeps, you know, people have these things tricked out with 35 inch tires, 37 inch tires, you know, all these crazy mods on them. And I'm like, is my, you know, O3 TJ going to be able to take the trail, you know, and having seen some of the stuff we drove over in your JL, you know, you had 35-inch tires, you had a nice lift kit, and you had done Killington with a stock JL, you know, so you kind of learned what you wanted to do. I'm like, is this going to make it? 
am I going to make it with 33 inch tires? That's true because I, you know, I hadn't really looked at it from that perspective before. Like I bought my Jeep new. I was the first owner. You know, I spec the lift kit. I mean, I, I had full control over it. Right. There's a certain confidence in that. You basically bought the Jeep, you know, as is. Like, it was already done for you. You really had no say in it except for maybe the tire size. Right. So, and and it's, you know, it's a Jeep that's, what, 18 years old. 18 years old. It's a it's a, a southern Jeep. It was from uh, South Carolina. And, you know, we did a lot of looking. We, we looked around. We wanted something that was a TJ, you know, so something that was 2006 or older, um, you know, to herald back to what I had. I had an 01X before that. And, you know, we thought we found the right one. You know, we had followed this guy on Facebook who really was, whether it was a hobbyist or whatever, he was into fixing up old Jeeps with, you know, great lift kits and, you know, not necessarily for off-roading, but just for making them look cool and all this. And we're like, all right, is is it going to do the job? Is it going to be able to, you know, ride the trail? Is it going to do it? And, you know, I brought it to my guy at home that looked it over and said, yeah, this is a great kit. Everything looks good. Everything should be up to what you want to do. So, you know, I felt pretty good about arriving here until I got here and saw everybody's Jeep and saw the mountain and really got a feel for what was out there. Now, you have to understand, too, because my my first trip two years ago in 2019 you know, I was at the back of this line. <laughs> All these people had been here before. And my Jeep was literally the littlest, <laughs> tiniest, most stock Jeep in the bunch. It was, I think, one of the only JLs at the time because the JLs were still right. only a year old. Right. And it wasn't a Rubicon. It was not a Rubicon. Right. So that's it a was... big difference from some of the ones we saw out of yeah, here today. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So you you get on the trails. And I will say this, not to undermine the Jeep Jamboree or whatever, but the trails we rode this morning were pretty much driving in a dirt parking lot. I I will say that was comforting. But then the afternoon got a little more challenging. And and I, I remember telling you this, you know, that your Jeep will make noises and, and things will smash and you will feel very uneasy about it. And I think that proved itself out in the afternoon. It did. It did. Especially having my wife sit next to me who, you know, said, we're getting a beach Jeep and, you know, this is not, you're not going to beat on this thing. And, you know, I got to say, I was amazed at how much she enjoyed it and the smiles and all that. But we're going through all this and I'm seeing all these Jeeps in front of me, you know, lifted more, modified more rocking back and forth. And I was nervous as hell. And I just kept going back to, you know, what you had said, you know, just stay the line, do the line. And I had done that in my, you know, even the beach days, you know, knowing where to ride over all the mud things and the, and the, the overflow and the outwash and the backwash of, of, you know, high tides and everything. So I had a, a, a thought about it, but, you know, following you, following the line and and it made me more confident and every time something bad didn't happen i felt better about it so once it finally did (laughs) and i went over a huge rock and melissa you were you know 
filming the whole thing and we heard this thunderous thud, I thought it was all over. I thought we were done and we were going to have to get towed out of there. And then to have the realization that, no, it's fine. You know, that well, gave me a ton of confidence. Now, I didn't want to tell you this, but there's a pile of black oil <laughs> under your Jeep in the driveway, and you might want to have it looked at before tomorrow. Very good. Very good. Well, I'm going to go for a massage if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's true, all the things that you say, because you are, there are lots of people at the Jeep Jamboree, and I'm not one of them, and I'm not disparaging them, but they they bring their jeeps in on a you know trailer behind an expensive tow rig and they can drive it and don't have any fear of you know getting home you right. know i this drove my driver. Jeep, yeah i drove my jeep here i need to drive it home or i'm not getting home right and so i am you know driving it on the trail with a little bit of you know not trepidation but care Right, like I don't want to break it. I'm trying to pick lines and and treat it in a way that I will be able to drive it home. And right, and what I did notice today, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, because you were behind me, mm -hmm. but I noticed in front of me there were a couple of kind of stock Rubicon Jeeps with you know inexperienced drivers. Yeah, yeah, I and saw, the lines I that they were taking. They were trying very hard to avoid the obstacles, meaning big rocks and things like that. And right. they were putting their Jeeps in positions that were either very off camber or not really the right line. Sometimes the right line is to put your tire over the biggest rock and just go over it. Right, because sometimes if you try to avoid it or go around it, you're going to do body damage. You know, or, in or you're the tires. straddling, you, you wind right. up straddling a big rock and you smash something underneath, underneath that doesn't have protection so right you know i always try to emphasize you want to put the tires on the big obstacles right it was helpful because i i noticed throughout the day because there was one behind us that was another stock rubicon that they had just bought in uh in november of of 2020 and you had those two in front of you so it really was i, I heard a lot of smashing and banging and all that so you know you were able to place your line based on what they did or chose to do you know well i will say this way. i will say this one of the upgrades i did this year was putting in a front camera above the license plate right and i'm using this as a as a rock trail camera to see what's in front of me because sometimes when the hood is up high you're climbing over an obstacle before you drop down. You can't see what's yeah. in front of you. So having that was helpful. It did help me try and pick a better line for the tires right. to be on. But I, I did try to give you a line. I know you didn't follow it every time because I think you were still a little cautious. Right. And you were a little daring. You know, I, I saw that sometimes. And I, I saw another line that I felt better about, you know. Um, but and, yeah. and that's fine if yeah. you think that you know you can manage it and the only way you will get the experience is to learn right and you go down the line and it might be terrible and you might get as i did high center or whatever um, but the only way you learn is to really experience that for yourself so right. so you finish the day what are your thoughts about your jeep I, I was I was amazed at how an 18 year old Jeep with a nice lift kit and a clean 
body could, you know, could really get through the day. It was, it, it really handled it well. I was, um, so pleased at, uh, at, at from the beginning of the day to midway through the decision-making and again, watching your lines, judging my own based on, you know, what my car could do. Um, I, I was really pleased. It was, it was a lot of fun. I can't wait for tomorrow. And, um, you know, going, you know, we were placed with some challenges that were probably 200%, you know, tougher than, you know, what we saw at lunchtime, you know, at the end, those rocks, some of those challenges, you know, and, and, and seeing what some people were doing with their Rubicons that are supposed to be able to do everything that were stock. Um, we were gliding right over, you know, you would set yours up, you know, you've got the, a little bit bigger wheels and, um, you know, I've got the 33s and, uh, you know, a four inch lift and it was flying over it. And I was amazed. I, I did notice that you had a little more swagger in your step. You had a little more <laughs> confidence in your, 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 you know, driving decisions. And, and that does, I mean, that comes, you know, just from doing it, but You'll have some lows. I mean, it will happen. You'll, you'll. I hope not. You'll. No, no. You will. Like, like, don't think you won't. Like, right. you, you will get it stuck. You may need to be towed. You may need to be winched. You know, you may just, you know, high center it like a turtle, and and you know, you'll have to be the guy that got stuck. But those are learning experiences. Yeah. That's sometimes the best way to learn. I mean. I, I like to watch what people do in front of me and then try to either improve on that or at least follow it. Right. But all of it comes from experience. So, so I did see you gain some of that experience today. I think tomorrow, if it's the way that I remember it from two years ago, I think you will find it more challenging. Really? Yes. Oh, boy. What do you think... Now, I mean, and this may be a question for tomorrow night when we record part three. Yeah. But have you sensed anything in your vehicle that you are like, okay, I see why I need to improve X on my Jeep? I, well, maybe the sound system because I wasn't able to, you know. That's not a valid answer. <laughs> that is not a valid answer. <laughs> My fish music was not, you know, all the way there. So, um, you know, at the moment, no, I mean, I, I think, you know, I feel boldly confident in what I don't know, you know, uh, today went well, you know, it doesn't seem like there was any lasting damage. So, you know, hearing everything, you know, I did people with their lockers and this and that we weren't really faced with anything that was super challenging. It was a light trail. So, you know, I don't know. I, I know, you know, you know, we had done some of those Tennessee trails and I watched what you went over and I didn't feel like we had any serious challenges. We, we weren't really challenged today. And, and I think tomorrow will be, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be a different story. I think that it's funny, something you said that I, that I'm um, thinking about right now. Yeah you know, about the Rubicons in the group. And, and you know, it's funny when you don't have a Rubicon, I, I don't have a Rubicon. I have mm -hmm. a Sport S and you've got a TJ non-Rubicon Jeep. But the people who buy Rubicons, you know, 
it's like they have a chip on their shoulder. And I'm not saying that they all have attitudes, but, you know, you see someone who's like, oh, you got a Rubicon. You don't know how to drive that thing. Right. Or, you know. Yeah. Like you bought it, but what are you going to do with it? There, there's some chip to that, whether it's right. felt from them or not, I don't know. But right. I know from the non-Rubicon fan, especially when you're on the trail and the guy with the Rubicon is taking the weak line, not going over the obstacle. And you're like, you're it. like, come on, buddy, you've got, you've the, got a Rubicon, you've got you the can... disconnects, you've got the lockers. <laughs> Put that baby in four low and go, right? And and you're grinding it out in your right. in your you know unlocked, you know TJ or my Sport yeah. S and and making it. It's a little. I mean, it's satisfying as the non-Rubicon owner. Right, but, but you know, it also has to be a little bit satisfying. You've, you've, you know, built yours up to the sense that I think if people don't see the Rubicon on your hood, they assume it is. It looks tricked out. So people see what you're doing and must assume, oh, he's got the lockers on there. He's just flying over everything. You know, and it's not necessarily that. It's like you say, you're picking the right line. You're taking it slow. You're in four low. And just making the right decisions, and people don't appreciate that. No, I, I don't think they do. And I, I, I did realize today that um, the two things that are most important when you're out on the trail are your tire selection mm-hmm. and your line selection. Right. And and you can manage everything else, lockers or no lockers, if you have good. Now I have. And I'll give a shout out because I like these Cooper. The Coopers are great. The, yeah, they're Cooper Evolution MTs. They're the mud tires. They've been dynamite for me. I've never had an issue where I felt like I didn't have enough traction. I air them down to about twelve psi with my Method uh, wheels. Mm-hmm. With the uh, they're not bead locks, but they have like a a bead lock lip on the inside, so I can I can air them down. Never had a problem, but those those two things, mostly tires and then line, will you know if you pick right, you'll get over things. And we we had a Sahara in the group with you know all season tires, right? And it just wasn't cutting the mustard. Yeah. So I mean, my TJ is a Sahara. It's all that, but you know, with the lift and the thirty three inch tires, and I, you have all terrain tires. They are all terrains. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, like like. All season on a trail, no good. Right. All right. terrain better, mud terrain best. Yeah, right. That's coming next you time. You got to put up with the noise. They're noisy. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, they're noisy, but, you know, it's a Jeep. <laughs> Jeep's noisy to begin with. They are. They're 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 chunky. They're noisy. They're hard riding. <laughs> All right. So... We're gonna we're gonna have an early start tomorrow. We're gonna be on a more difficult trail. Yeah. We're going to then when we return after another round of Don Julio, we will yes. pick up these microphones and we will summarize your experience. Hopefully your Jeep if I is, make it back is coming back drivable. <laughs> Hopefully my Jeep is coming back drivable. We don't want to have to flatbed these things back to our respective uh, no. hometowns. But I will uh, say at this point, Tom, you did well. I had a great day, and it was a lot of fun following your line. 
Well, thank you for that. And uh, we will pick this up on the next Talk is Jeep. Awesome.